This episode is dedicated to Alison Bree. Hey Clara, aren't you just getting sick of the same old bland meals every day? Yes I am, and what I'd like to know is, don't you wish there was a way to combine the best bits of craft beer and hot sauce together in one product? Yes I do, but we don't need to worry because that's where hot craft hot sauce comes in. Wow! The craft beer inspired hot sauce that just so happens to be supporting this podcast. And how do you spell that again? That's H-O-P apostrophe T, craft hot sauce. And you too can get hot sauced up by using our unique podcast code, HER10OFF, at checkout. And what was that, Clara? That was HER10OFF at checkout. You got it. Things that make you go, huh? Things that make you go, huh? Things that make you go, huh? Hello, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome to the third ever episode of Huh with Clara and Finn. I'm your host, Clara. And I'm your host, Finn. And this is the podcast where we talk about the worst of the best in television. So that is, in other words, the lowest rated episodes on IMDb, usually, of some good TV shows, some bad yeah. TV shows, some TV shows we don't know anything about. And let me say, this week's episode... Yes, this episode is called Stranger in a Strange Land. And it's season three, episode, episode nine. nine. yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, it certainly is strange. It's certainly <laughs> strange. But um, before we get into that, mm-hmm. I just want to just pause... Take a second to um, check in mm. with my best friend, co-host, partner in crime, <laughs> Finn. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, it's been a trying few weeks, but mm. I think the situation in the world is getting better and I'm feeling hopeful and positive. What about you? And can I, yeah, can I just chip in there? Mm. If you're feeling a bit sad about the pandemic that we're currently in, I cannot recommend enough a Twitter account. And I'm just going in there because I just think we all know this. Oh, is this what I think you're going to say? The COVID positive Coronavirus good news, yeah. On Twitter. And basically every day they tweet positive news about corona to try and, like, combat the feeling of, like, doom and gloom. That's Mm. not to say that we need to, like, open up or ignore COVID rules. Anyone who knows um, me and Finn know we're we've been very strict. Yeah, it's pretty good. About COVID, pretty good. So like, that's not to say that, but to say like we don't have to be so depressed all the time. Yeah. Like, makes me feel a little bit better. So um, I just want to shout that out. But anyway, yeah. How I'm doing in general? Um, I'm okay. I'm, you know, as okay as anyone is. But that does help me. Some positive things in my life at the moment is the new music video for Calling By Your Name that just oh, came out. Montero, yeah, it's so Would good. love to discuss. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. I mean, I watched it and was, I, I mean, I feel so good. Um, you know, those days when you feel good to be part of a community and that's what I felt when watching Lil Nas's video. Yeah, so it's Lil Nas if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, latest music video and and it's, he's just such like a up and coming queer icon that is so unapologetic and yeah and needed in this time and you know what i read a really interesting article by tressy i can't remember her second name about how lil nas could be like the follow-up like the daughter of dolly parton <gasps> Because, and I really think that's so true because because yeah. of the way like they both use camp like the country aspect mm. the kind of exaggeration the subversion of typical country icons mm. um, so I think like Dolly Parton's true legacy like when you look at country singers mm. she also do you know who else she said was a, was well a true I was legacy? I'm hoping you're gonna say Casey Musgraves I am gonna say Casey Musgraves because I was saying she for, to me is Dolly's legacy so that's what and, she said Casey Musgraves and Lil and I couldn't agree more yeah and even with that music video coming out she said like that's furthest I'm in it. Yeah. Um, I love him. The um, iconic status. And um, a lot of people are mad at him because it features him like giving a lap dance to Satan so a lot of Christians are upset but he said like um, 
you know, Christians will tell gay people to go to hell and that get, get mad when they go there. But... And yeah, and Satan represented all his detractors who'd mm -hmm. shamed his sexuality or used him in private, mm -hmm. and he reclaimed the power by taking the, thro the throne and the crown. So, wow, so powerful. I Love really, that. really recommend watching it. Um, not that that's what this podcast is, but just thought it'd be fun to talk about what's in the yeah. news at the minute. And that's all I've would. been thinking about. We watched it like three times in a row yesterday. That made us go her in a good way because yeah, that's the I best was like, her. wow, the production values, the like, message, the queer visibility. Wow. I was like, huh? I can't yeah. believe it's so beautiful and amazing. <laughs> you know, Lil Nas X's video, it took a swing and it hit. And I think this episode that we're going to oh, talk about yes. today takes a little bit of a hit somewhere. But completely not quite sure where. <laughs> not quite sure where. <sighs> so yeah, if we're gonna get into the meat and bones of this episode, as we said, it's Lost season three, episode nine, mm -hmm. Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah. But first, I want to talk about um, our history with the TV show Lost. Mm. Um, what is your history? My history is that my dad used to play the video game. If you didn't know there was a video game. What console? Um, I, oh, I think we're throwing it way back to PS2 or Xbox. Not even Xbox 360. So... I don't know anything about either of those consoles. So <laughs> right. It's a wild yeah, ride. Was... You're about to take me on, Mr. Miss. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, so I grew up watching that and then like little snippets of Lost and this other TV show that was like set in a swamp and these like kind of like lizard people came out of the swamp and it was kind of like lost in that there were like some people who weren't who they said they were you associate it with that and i associate it with that so that's my limited like relationship with it um i also yeah so i just watched a few episodes and then watched the game as well for me i have not seen a single episode of lost have you seen have you, you've seen an episode maybe? i feel like yeah half an episode okay. or something like that I've not seen a single one. I would say my cultural touchstone for Lost is the episode of The Simpsons mm. where, so he can watch Lost and he gets obsessed with Lost. He just puts a lawn chair on the treadmill just to watch the rest of the season and then they like have like a parody version of Lost in it with like The Simpsons people. Uh. But that's like my only <laughs> recollection, and I I did like that. Simpsons a episode. So a Simpsons episode, not even an episode of Lost. So, so I have no idea. What's we've not really on. got too expert. We're kind of going in blind, relatively blind, I'd say. I have a summary here, mm -hmm. though, of um, Lost for anyone who oh, yeah. who doesn't know like us what it's really about. Or I'm so sorry if you're a huge fan of Lost. I'm sure throughout this whole episode you're going to be like literally screaming at the the phone or whatever device you use to listen to this podcast because we do not know what we're talking about. And we're going to have a lot to say and no knowledge to say it. Yeah. So watch out. Um, <laughs> but I got this summary here. So the survivors of a plane crash find themselves stranded on a mysterious island. They are forced to work together for their survival when they realise that they are not alone on the island. Hmm. so very interesting so but i think where we come in to the lost cinematic universe, lost the, universe. LC, the lcu <laughs> um is very much into the thick of the plot and mm. a lot of convoluted plot lines going on sort of so you wouldn't really recognize it from that description you would not can you say i think they mention a plane maybe one time yeah it's very confusing um i do actually have a bit on on a little bit of information that I picked up from this episode though Very about that plane crash. Well, I would love to hear that when it's, is it pertinent right now? <sighs> You're gonna hit me with it, hit me with it, hit me with it? No. Okay. <laughs> no You'll save it for later. That's just a little treat. Like, this is gonna keep you listening. Yeah. So you wanna know what he's got to oh, say? Oh, baby, Ooh. oh, it's good. Um, so yeah, this episode, yeah, it's like quite far through the third season. So I think mm. a lot has happened and as, um, consequence of that as two people have never seen really an episode um it made no sense <laughs> so when i googled this episode in research for this amazing yes. podcast okay. that we're recording um it was sold to me as like all about tattoos and like in-depth explanations of tattoos and when it came to actually watching the episode it was just like explained in like throwaway kind of it was about the tattoo, but it was... Well, yeah. 
It's not the uh, intimation I thought I was going to get by the time we left the episode. No. So, a basic premise mm. of this episode is going to be very hard. There's a lot of characters that are in different things, different locations on mm. this island, basically. Some of them are captured, some of them have escaped. And there's kind of like these this group of evil people, I guess, that have captured our original good guys, I think, that were in the plane crash. And then some of them have escaped. Yeah. And then there are some people otherwise else on the island that we don't really see. And then the other part of the storyline is um, this character, Jack, seemingly maybe the main character, one at least of the main characters, if this is classified as an ensemble show, I'm not sure. Um, his backstory explaining what his tattoo says. And his backstory takes place in Thailand. Mm. So that's just a basic, yeah. out of the way summary. I had to get out of that out of my head because yeah. otherwise I would have cried. That's what the plot is. I would have Flashing never known. back between the present and the past. In mm-hmm. there's no, there's no time. Doesn't really tell us how far away these memories are. No. But because the present is, is as after this plane crash, after they've been trapped after the plane asylum. crash. Yeah. So that the plane crash is in between them. Um, yeah. So I was gonna say because you spoke about the people who survived the plane crash. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I was gonna talk about. So we're getting to it earlier than I thought. Oh. But you know they're called the others. They're called the others. So that the people who like Cindy who came up to him in the cage mm-hmm. and he recognised her as uh, passenger eight one five or the stewardess yeah. from the original plane crash. So she is one of the leaders of the others who are survivors of the plane crash uh-huh. who have now found that they think they have like a, a an heir I think to like or a right to the land. So they're kind of like thinking they're like the indigenous people oh. of the island now. So that's what they're doing, sort of positioning themselves. The as people the, who put them in the, him in the cage. Yeah, um, the ones who visited him in the cage oh, the with the little daughter. Him in the cage. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that creepy woman in the horrible green blouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she came up, um, yeah, so we'll she's one of the others as well. So they're okay. So they're called the others, and then the survivors of the plane crash are called the survivors. Yeah, who aren't, who haven't gone back <laughs> for whatever reason. So I want to start with the opening, which was in fact a previously on, a little bit of a recap. And every single scene seemed to be in surgery. And I was like, is this Grey's Anatomy? And I was yeah. like, wait, yeah, like I... Oh, wait, I isn't just... Jack on Grey's Anatomy? Maybe he is. Like I he re- gives me Grey's Anatomy. He gives energy. me Grey's Anatomy vibes. Shonda Rhimes... Shonda Rhimes has written all over him. Yeah, <laughs> I was Shonda Rhimes has got... She's got a passion project in mind. She's got, she's got her fingers on the tight yeah. ready to write him a role Dibble right now. Dibble do. <laughs> but, yeah, because it was like people like dramatically ripping off masks. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Because I think, like, previously he's performed surgery on the evil bad guy of the place and saved his life even though he was evil. Mm. So I think that's the premise of what's he's happened. he's an empath. He's like... He's, he's compassionate. compassionate. <laughs> um, that's what we're led to believe, but I don't believe it. But we'll go into that later. Ooh, yes, I don't. Tea. I that's hate tea. this man with all my that's heart. Huge too. Um, if I if I could sum up my feelings on this episode in, in one sentence, it would be I hate Jack. Did you notice the woman introduces Julia? Oh, Julia! Yeah, yeah. Who I was like, who is that woman? Mm. I recognised her straight away, and I was like, oh my god, it's the House of Cards lady. And then I was like, oh my god, no, I'm wrong, it's not. Who is it? It's, I think it's the woman from Jessica Jones, you know, the TV show. Interesting. And she was also in The Matrix. Have not fully seen either of those things. Okay. I've seen, like, partially both But I, I think it's her. And she's, well, like, a famous actor. Like, well, a really good actor. What I said about her was that she gave me Alison Brie energy. Imagine Alison Brie dyeing her hair blonde. Oh, in Horse Girl, maybe. Yeah. Like, vacant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you think she... Yeah, yeah. As like, a credit to her acting, not a critique of her personality. No, it's a good film. We're very <laughs> upset, but... Yeah, we love Alison Brie yeah. on this page. <laughs> Website. Podcast. Life. <laughs> Planet. We worship Alison Brie. Uh, Wait, this episode has to go out to Alison Brie. Just to say. <laughs> <laughs> Alison Brie, we love you. Feature on the podcast. Yeah. We should do Community or Glow that you're on. <gasps> we should do an Alison Brie project. Yeah, that we would really be great. should. An, Al- an Alison Brie vehicle, as we should call them. Mm. Anyway, that's what I wrote. I, especially, it looked like Alison Brie like, with no makeup on, like mm. really intensely committed to a role. So basically, it's all these like really disheveled looking 
um, white people, beautiful, mm. like, white people, and, and, like, covered in, like, fake dirt. And I always think, like, what is in, like, the makeup they make put on celebrities in, like, films and TV shows to make them look, like, dirty and sweaty that makes them look so good? Mm. In real life, you know, those people trapped on that island would smell awful mm. and, like... Blood uh, and, like, terrible. meat all over them. Horrible. But on TV shows, they look amazing. Like, they look sun-kissed. They don't look sun-drowned. They look incredible. Rugged, castaway. Like, mm. oh, our clothes are ripped, but perfectly cling to our bodies because <laughs> we've not lost weight or gained if we've stayed exactly the same size. Yeah, it, stunningly it, fitted. It, it kind of looks like I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. Mm. Like, that's, like, a similar aesthetic. Like, rugged and in a forest somewhere. <laughs> So the episode opens mm. up in water of some kind around yes. this island, and there is a boat, and on that boat is Soya, which is the only character I'd heard of. Me too. Yeah. When they said his name, I was like, "Oh, Soya from Lost." Yeah. Mm. But the and so, and is there a Sully? What the guy with the curly hair? And he he's like a fan favorite, I think. Oh, maybe, and then I think he was in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, he wasn't in this episode. He so wasn't. I kind of missed him. Even and no. I wanted his presence. There did need to be like more going on, or something. All this. Something. Oh boy. It was painful. It was it was joyless. Can I say it, it was it joyless was to joyless. watch? There was I, no jokes, no tongue in cheek stuff. It was pointless. I I have, I have so much to say. Yeah. Every episode of that was uh, was every episode. Every minute of that is a minute I'll never get back, and I'm gonna mourn those minutes. Like those minutes felt like they meant something, and I throw my minutes away like it's nothing. But I could not deal with it everything about this was pointless but so there's also this girl and clearly the reason i've heard of sawyer i think is because he's in like an on again off again relationship with this girl oh that makes sense that's the vibes i was getting as well i thought i thought it was like they had in the past but maybe they hadn't now or i couldn't tell but right they never say this girl's name apart from he calls her freckles I've written that down to freckles and quote marks. What the hell was that? <laughs> freckles. I was immediately, immediately thrown backwards into my Animal Crossing village. That's what freckles sounds like. <laughs> freckles was, um, reminds me of my Animal Crossing villager, who's my favourite Animal Crossing villager, called Sparkles. And she's a penguin. And she just looks like she could also be called Freckles. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that's the meaning. And spoiler alert, I also hate Sawyer. <gasps> Sawyer's awful. Oh, can we talk about the bit where he punches Carl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll so glad I'm here when we get oh to it. Oh my this god. so insane. I can't the, wait to talk about the that The toxic bit. masculinity emanating from every weeping from the pause yeah. of this episode was insane. Yeah. Um, also, it was it was a problematic episode from start to finish, so I'm going to just say. Um, you know, when we meet Jack at, near the start on the beach, when he's in, I think, Phuket, Thailand, he's is it? Phuket, yeah. yeah. And the kid comes up to him and says, want coke, Dr. Jack? Like, you know. Does he say that? He says, that's what he says, says, want coke, Dr. Jack, and then speaks. Oh, it nice. says in a foreign language on the thing. Oh, in on, the subtitles. Yeah, and then it's just like a really weird, like, why was that necessary? I don't know. So obviously this is a comedy podcast, but I do think um, aspects of mm. what I want to talk about mm. as we go along in this episode might yeah. approach serious topics, especially anti-Asian violence yeah. just because of some of the stereotypes that are perpetuated um, in this episode mm. and I don't want to pretend they're not there because yeah. I think that would be doing a disservice. And in the larger media industry as well. Exactly, so um, this is just a warning that later we will be talking about some um, serious issues when they come up. Um, but respectfully and obviously it's still a comedy podcast in between then, I guess. If <laughs> this is what you would call <laughs> comedy, baby. I don't know if maybe we're taking our own. for a oh, show. You tell me to media podcast, whatever you want to call it. Two friends just media hanging out. Media <laughs> already. Three weeks in. Um, well, baby, we're, we're making moves. Um, but yeah. So, this episode was bad for that. Like, <laughs> bad problem I am. We will be getting into it. Um, I hate every male character in it. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say, the reason we chose this episode, so normally what we do is we find, pick a season, an episode um, that's the lowest rated from that season of that TV show. Um, But this one, you found an interview, right, with the creator who said he regretted this episode and it was his worst. Yeah, he said that he doesn't want to, like, almost be associated with this episode because it was that bad. It's the fans described it as boring and (laughs) obvious and... Adding no extra detail while just being the most 
joyless thing to ever watch. Um, I felt like I was being swallowed up, but in a horrible way. And yeah. like, oh, sucked dry by yeah. the light of all my joy and all over. I was like, oh, I'll never it, be free again. And, the, and then it, it sort of starts with Jack on this beach, and he's like fixing a kite for some reason. Because that's his... his um, flashback yeah to, to him being in thailand and then so he meets this woman achara on a beach and they just without any dialogue between there is them no dialogue. she walks up to him and they start constructing a kite to fly and getting it like, ready to fly oh, da, 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 music it's and their like, like hands are touching and they're not speaking to each other it's like it's an like, 80s Ooh. montage music video on the beach and she's dressed like um julia roberts and pretty woman with this like kind of <laughs> thing like isn't that what she looks like? <laughs> like like that top that julia roberts wears famously very like that um i'm agreeing but i've never seen pretty woman so i wouldn't well, actually know you are a fake friend and let's examine that for a while no, yeah. nobody will ever be able to i think i was you. just going to give you positive encouragement actually i appreciate that yeah. thank you so much that's why i'm an ally uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen am i, I? <laughs> love that meme um, um so it's basically meant to be jack's backstory and I absolutely hate it. So they don't talk for ages, then they construct the kite, and then they fly the kite. Mm-hmm. They literally just glance at each other, and then, like, how yeah, did they intuitively know that they both wanted to fly this kite? I don't know, and it was weird. And why was Jack On so desperate to, to fly a kite? Oh, it was weird. And then, because she gets upset about it later, doesn't she? Yeah, she's like, why don't you know how to fly a kite? And then he's like, wow, 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 my trauma like, my, my dad. my dad never taught me because he was never around. And it was and like, like, what? So that... this guy's, like, saddest story is that, like, he doesn't know how to fly a kite. Like, yeah. baby, please. I don't know how to fly a kite. I but, don't like, know. but I also love that it could have been any way, like, why did they choose a kite to access his dad's emotion? But, it could have been like, oh, you never learn how to play, kick a football or something like that. And <laughs> I also love that they bring it up, they add it in, right, just for her to go, I don't want to talk about your father. Yeah. Like, why did you add that why in the dialogue? Because the thing is, this is a constructed show, so we didn't mean that. Yeah, she said, oh, it's very sad that yeah. like, you can't fly a kite. This is so funny. Because basically she she introduced themselves, mm. they talk to each other, and they, they go to a restaurant where she knows the waiter. And then I think it, it flashes back to the island where um, Jack is being kept and the aforementioned Sawyer and nameless woman, maybe called Freckles, have just escaped from but left him behind. Um, and he has this conversation with a guy called Tom and the entire conversation is just them saying each other's names. <laughs> so they never say a woman's name. They never once say a woman's name. And the whole time they're going, ah, but that's why you can't stop me, Jack. Mm. Well, I don't know about you, Tom. Well, guess what, Jack? Like, well, I'm laying all the balls down, Tom. Like They, they say men's names more than women interact with each other on this TV show. <laughs> and women have lines of dialogue. Mm. The women in this TV show are paper thin, like... They would fall yeah. over if you if I just whistled near them. This isn't passing the Bechdel test either, is it? No, it's definitely not. I don't think two women speak to each other. Even. Not even just about a man. I don't think two women speak to each other. Maybe the boss's daughter and the evil no, woman. I don't what's think she they called? Ever speak. She, what's she called? I don't know. Isabel. She, Isabel, yeah. yeah. I don't think they ever, I don't think a single woman talks to another woman in the but, That's um, but speaking of women <laughs> we find out pretty early on that Juliet actually killed someone and Juliet is the woman who we're talking about who we think maybe is from Jessica Jones and looks like Alison Brie and looks like Alison Brie but she uh, may have killed someone in the previous episode that was a dramatic twist we found out she's also I don't this wasn't a twist on the episode this is just me and Finn not (laughs) knowing what's happening on the show and then we gradually learn um that Juliet is part of the evil people but she's helping helping the nice ones so and I think maybe her and Jack like had a little fuck yeah, if I could do that. You know, there was a lot of uh, sexual tension um, going on. But I am so confused about what region of the world this island is meant to be on. Yeah, because, well, maybe it's like Indonesia or somewhere like that. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I really I need to know. Please. I feel broken. Um, <laughs> Listeners, help me. Um, um, well, I don't know if it's a real 
place because let's let's get into some lost spoilers mm. i'm so sorry if you don't want lost <gasps> spoiled don't listen to this episode yeah. is it purgatory it's either heaven or hell i think okay well it's definitely not heaven Wait, should I, I don't know about you honey <laughs> that's definitely not my idea of heaven <laughs> Be a lot I'm less is Lost actually hell? I don't mean watching it, I mean the fan <laughs> theory. Oh, okay, yeah, so the island was actually a form of purgatory, you were right, you. that gave the folks who died on Oceanic Flight 815 the chance uh. to redeem themselves before being sent to heaven or hell. Oh, interesting. So they were meant to be bad people. But then someone else says the island is not purgatory or limbo, it is full out hell. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't think the show knows, to be honest, and that's... I think it really went off the rails, apparently. How many mm. seasons does it have? Quite a lot. Too many. I think already three was too many. They were losing it. I think one was too many. It's like Heroes cut it in the early days. Oh, Heroes was good. I oh, don't compare Lost to Heroes, though. Heroes was good in the first I kind season. of maybe do count Heroes and Lost in a similar place mm. in my head. Just because I watched Heroes. I mean, only the first season was good. So then the episode progresses on, and so Jack's in his cage at this point, being kept by these people and this, this man who says, oh, you live in a glass house, Jack, well, how about I get you some stones? And it's like, okay, that's really weird. And then a woman sheriff actually steps out of the shadows and starts speaking in a foreign language, it says. Oh, can I just say, yeah. I can't believe we can't escape cops even in an imaginary purgatory. Oh, world. yeah. Like, that's what capitalism does to your imagination. It limits as a, it. As a producer, and this honey. Yeah. was a very limited episode, let me say. Like, just the lack the of imagination. Um, and she's honestly hilarious, and I could talk for maybe a thousand years <laughs> I love her about movie. her hairstyle. <laughs> her hairstyle wild. was insane. It was like a poofed up quiff. With a clip? With a clip to the side, and then like two little uh, ponytails Doggy at the ears. front. <laughs> uh, like, uh, it was, and then pulled back, and it was so ugly. Horrendous. Um, but and it she, yeah. made me obsessed with this <laughs> random evil woman who just, whose only purpose was to ask this this man about his tattoo go on um yeah she stepped up the shadows he said it she started speaking a foreign language and then she said i was just reading your tattoos no no she goes oh like really coy she's like oh i was just reading your tattoos and it's like <laughs> oh, like it looks like the little thing people do yeah. it's like okay creep like i'm in a cage <laughs> i wrote no human has ever acted like these people act like the, the dialogue. Yeah. It's so stiff as it's well. It's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, it's just uh, reading your tattoo. Powerful, <laughs> strong woman I am. Yeah, now that the episode's about tattoos, I'm going to suddenly talk about them. And I love Isabel. I said, Isabel is hilarious, and honestly, she's an icon. And I stand by it, even though she is meant to be the villain of the episode. Yeah, I think she's um, the only reason that I could continue watching the episode, to be honest. She gave she me a bit of, a bit of camp, camp level. Bit of Agatha all along. Oh, <laughs> a bit of no, campery. She, Agatha, no, yeah. she wishes. She wishes she was Agatha all along. A bit of campery. It gives me like, oh, I can breathe. I can. Oh, okay, I feel a bit, a bit of something. But um. Yeah. So the others come and visit Jack in the cage. Yeah. So basically, it looks like a human zoo as well. It's like mm. really horrible. Like that's the aesthetics of it. Yeah, these people who are also from the crash, he's like, you were the stewardess, come visit him. And like, loads of children. Cindy, she was called. Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> because what does he say about her? It's so funny, just the way he uses her name. Oh, he says, if you've got something to watch, Cindy, go watch it. <laughs> it's so like, funny. Wait, what? It's like, maybe go off. He ripped, he ripped Cindy to shreds because Cindy yeah. said she was there to watch him. Yeah. He was like, I'll give you something to watch. Um, and I loved them. It was just like one little kid watching him in the cave, like really judgmentally, yeah. like a chubby little kid with like, like a fringe, like a little boy. It was so funny. <laughs> and then, so in between this, they're cutting back and forth to his relationship developing with... Um, Achara. Achara. Yeah. And um, it is terrible. I I I don't understand why we are watching this. Um, I don't understand what purpose it, it serves. It's meant to be the backstory of how he got this tattoo, right? Mm. And she's Thai and she speaks in like stereotypical broken English. Yeah. Um, and they go on all these dates and then they have this like sexy scene in bed mm. where she's like really... um secretive like won't tell him what she does mm, but she keeps saying i have a gift i have a gift i have a gift um it feels like really 
fetishistic. Mm, and exploitative, I think. Really horrible narrative. I mean, I like how she makes fun of him when she's like, oh, you're here to find yourself because, like, every American here is yeah. to find yourself. It's a good critique. That's the one good thing. Like, it's filmed very voyeuristically, like, very white, male gaze. Like, they're rolling around on bed together. Apparently, by now, they've known each other for a month. A month, yeah. Um, she's very, like, mysterious, like, jumping around and, like, um, and this, like, a mysterious job. And it feels like they're kind of, like, alluding to the fact that it might be sex work. That's what I, the vibe I was getting, yeah. Which we'll get into later on in a later part. Mm. Um, like, I would say the worst scene of the show. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know the whole mm. um, show, but the worst scene of this episode. This episode. Yeah. I mean, I would hope Ooh. the worst scene of the show. But um, the way they dress her is also wild. Mm. They put, like... Feather, like they like feather, 80s feather parts yeah, like of her hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like she's like honestly, um, like a, a bit of an icon. A bit of an icon. Um, yeah, I can see it working. Like, yeah, I can imagine her like DJing a set of Coachella. Do you yeah, know what I mean? With that yeah, like silvery yeah, yeah. blue eyeshadow as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she wears like really skimpy clothing. So yeah, they're cutting between that. So then, then they're cutting up to Soya mm. and. The girl whose name we don't know, and they've gotten yeah. off the boat and onto dry land. And they're with another, with they're with a boy called Carl. We find Carl. out, and then at one point we find that Carl is crying. Yeah, and Carl's part part is like a teenager. But is he one of the others? And he's one of yeah, he's one of part of the evil people, but just mm. a kid that was raised there. I don't think he's like evil. Yeah. Um, Can I just say this episode goes to such lengths to tell you that the people who work in this island don't live there. <laughs> it really does. They keep saying, oh, I just come here for work. I don't live here. I don't live here on this island. Like, five people say it at different times. Like, it's offensive almost. Yeah. Like, they're, they're like, upset that, this you would, that you would insinuate they would live there. They're like, no, we don't live there. We don't Maybe live it's because it's hell. And they know it. So what are they meant to represent? Yeah, do they the know they're in a simulation? An evangelical simulation? Like, what are they meant to represent? <gasps> evangelical simulation is a great name for a band, can I just say? That I saw... Should we start a band? Exclusive uh, band forming, I think. Okay, wait, what was it again? Um, Evangelical. Wait, what was it? <laughs> oh, evangelical. No, oh, wait, no, I, f- I forgot. Simulation. Simulation. I was going to say, we could re listen to it on the pod, but you got it. Oh, what kind of music would you play? Um, I think like alt rock with a bit of synth, like. Evangelical. But then it's like, I'm really sad, but I got a funky groove now. Like, just like play around with You're it. You're all living in an evangelical simulation. simulation. You're in hell, but you don't know it. Just like but the little man's racist. video. Yeah. Dreams just like. So, yeah, so we have to talk about this scene because oh. this is what we were alluding to before, which God, is why is we wild. hate Sawyer. So, this kid, Kyle, so they've all escaped. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> he feels more like Kyle now. Yeah, he feels like he should be. What's that show, uh, Malcolm in the Middle, do I mean? Or like even Stevens, no. like you feel like you should Stevens. be in that. Mm-hmm. Like a high school kid. Yeah, very much that weird energy. Um, I don't know why he's run away or why he's with them. No, he doesn't look well either. Kind he of doesn't look well. Well, I don't think he is well. He's like collapsed in the boat for most yeah. of it. Or maybe he's just meant to be asleep and I read into it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that maybe kid just is a long dead. Day. I was like, they <laughs> murdered that child. But um, um, but they find him. The girl and Sawyer find freckles, him crying. Yeah. Freckles, we'll call it. Finds a cr- finds Carl crying, and the fact that they have a long conversation about who should talk to Carl, and then <laughs> look at yeah. So they go yeah, like. So she's like, oh, I have to go talk to him, and he's like, no, 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 no. It's it's a boys thing. Um, yeah. Leave it to me. Like, boys to me. only. And it's like Weird. very like tenderly framed. Like this, they're gonna have this like moment of masculine mm. interaction mm. and tenderness. And he walks up to him and punches him. He batters him in the, in the shoulder. <laughs> and can I just say, the Foley artist was having the time of their life. You know the Foley artist that does the um, sound effects? Yeah. Because they made that punch sound like it. It was like someone slamming into a yeah. bag of potatoes. Yeah, it, it was, was so loud. loud. And it looked like it really hurt it as well. It really looked like it hurt. I was like, why have you just punched this child? I don't understand. I don't know how he thought that was going to help it. Because then he says, after he's punched him in the arm... We had to pause it. We couldn't We had to pause it and, and we were screaming. And watch it again. When he says, why did you do that? He says, so you'd cowboy up. Cowboy up. So basically like, man up. But like, what genre of TV show do these characters think they inhabit? Is this a Wild Western or something? And then he says... Why is... 
he says no crying in the jungle well, where are the cowboys sir if you're gonna yeah. make it be a thing about the jungle yeah. why has he got cowboy off i've got a few words for you yeah keep your metaphors in the same line and then on. he said i thought you people were tougher than this or something like that and i'm like what people and then i started thinking have i really misinterpreted what the premise of lost is and is this child an alien yeah i don't think he was i know and then because didn't he wasn't didn't Sawyer also have a conversation with him after this about women and yes. we found out that Carl fancied or was was, with, was dating yeah the daughter, the daughter of the evil boss yeah on the island with Jack who's got him locked up who's currently got Jack locked up but is like dying and Jack's like the only surgeon slash doctor on the island so they're like maybe gonna make a deal basically. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, when they're having this conversation about women, did you hear the line that Sawyer said, no. which was something they were talking about girls and like the one that got away? Yeah, because that. he just intuitively knows that the reason he's crying is not that they're trapped on a horrible island and apparently are like full of injuries and I'm not sure what's going on. And he's ripped girl from his home. Problems. It's because of a girl. It's, and so, it's so weird, and he's like, "Yeah, it is." And then yeah, he says, "Oh, is she one of those girls, the one you named dumb stars after?" And then he says in a throwaway comment, "There was one called Sally Slingshot." <laughs> yeah. and, then it, and then Carl just moves on and goes, "Okay, I'm just gonna talk about something else now." I was like, "Okay, Archie Collins." <laughs> yeah. Like, Jughead. Yeah. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> was it um, Sally Slingshot? Like Tina Turner. What's her, what's her, what's Tina her name? Oh no. <laughs> The person on Riverdale. Oh, the person on Riverdale. They all have crazy names. Madeline Patch. Yeah, no, 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 no. The one she dates. Tony. Tony, Tony Topaz. Tony Topaz. Is that Tony name? Topaz. Yeah. Um, Cheryl. Cheryl Blossom. Cheryl Blossom. That's Cheryl really Sling. Bad. Is it Cheryl Slingbottom? That's to say Cheryl Hall Susie, from Susie, Susie Slingbottom. Is that what he says in it? No, Sally Slingshot. <laughs> Susie Slingbottom. I prefer that. If I was writing Lost, you know, it would be so much campier and so it would be terrible. I remember Susie Slinger. I would name all the stars after her. (laughs) And she broke my heart, that bitch. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so then the daughter, while this is happening, goes to Mm. Jack. Yeah. And is like, I just want to know, because did Juliet, so Juliet, Alison Brie, remember? Um, no, but not Alison Brie. She's not actually Alison Brie. We wish it was Alison Brie. She's on trial because she killed one of them, one of their own, um, because she was helping Jack's friends escape who left Jack behind. And perhaps ordered, told Jack to kill the evil leader who was this girl's daughter. So she turns the camera off and runs up to him and is like, haha, like, can you grant me, I was going to say grant me three wishes, <laughs> like three questions. And she's like, I need to know if, if Juliet tried to kill my dad and he's like, no, no, she wanted to save him, which is true, I think. I can't remember to be honest. Sorry to just interrupt, but I've just been on a Reddit thread and oh, you know I was saying that, um, what's she called? The one who's going to do a crime? Juliet. You know, I was saying that Juliet, um, I thought she was the one in Jessica Jones. There's a whole Reddit thread with like hundreds of comments about how there's a striking resemblance between Carrie Ann Moss, who's in... Jessica Jones and Elizabeth Mitchell, who must play. Oh, so it's Juliet. not the same person. So it's not the same person, but hundreds of other people think so. So if you've seen this episode and you think the same, please get in touch because I would we love to know if it. anyone else thought the same. Can I just say that I think Jack looks like Victor Carlassi, who we were um, just watching on a Megan Stalter video. Oh, I loved, I loved him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was really funny. Oh, and also thank you to you, uh, my co-host, for getting Ooh. me a Megan Stalter cameo for my birthday, I must say. Yeah, we're big Megan Stalter fans over on this podcast. Yeah. And it was very fun to get that, podcast, I mean, get that um, cameo. The dream is to eventually have Megan come on the pod, I think. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe for or us to us go on <laughs> like, Yeah, lol. Um, That's the dream. It's my five-year um, goal. The five-year, ten-year plan. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and can I just say, Mm -hmm. I've been losing my train of thought while we've been discussing this, and Mm. do you want to know why? Because I don't care. Because who gives a shit? Like, none of it, it's so boring, everything's so boring. I was like, who cares? Like, And then, so basically he makes a deal, and I don't really understand it, but everyone's fine at the end. Like, let's just say that. Meanwhile... Back in Thailand. Yes, this is, I really want to talk about this bit. We need to talk about this so much. Because so. we, we've not... Because usually, listeners at home, we watch the episode, we write notes, 
and when we don't talk about it and we record it straight after yeah, right yeah, yeah, just yeah. to give you a little behind the scenes little insight. and we have not talked about this scene at all no because i think i know what you're about to say that scene where she, he follows her when he stalks her Whew, boy so so he's still in this relationship with achara and um he goes to this he's in this part of thailand where it's like smoky and there's red light everywhere and there's like women dancing in skimpy clothing on top of tables and um he spots his girlfriend chara and she's wearing like a very skimpy dress and like like walking through the streets like to get to this like side alley and he like swigs from a bottle and follows her right into this like Mm -hmm. dimly Mm -hmm. lit room with red lighting and i think the implication is clear is that she's not been telling him what her job is um and i think we're meant to have garnered that she is a sex worker Hmm. so then she's it makes it seem like she's going to be a sex worker but then she's like he's like oh why have you been hiding this like you're just a tattoo Mm. artist as if like she should be hiding it she's a sex Mm. worker like the discourse is like not to say discourse again i'm so (laughs) sorry everyone ah the way i say the word discourse i won't we could do a discourse bingo on this podcast and see how many times we both say the word you should do drinking um, yeah, drink along. It's not my fault that I have a limited vocabulary and one brain cell. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I just say, forgive me for it, Liam? I don't even think I've got one Listen at this point. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like they've been really um, trying to position and hint and like the view they've given the the viewer of this is that maybe she's a sex worker and she's been keeping it from him. And he's followed her because he has a right to know. But it turns out she's um, a tattoo artist and he's... I feel like I say the word tattoo is so weird. Tattoo. 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 But I say, I say, <laughs> I say things in a very northern way. I say, tattoo. People always laugh that I say July instead of really? July. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that's I why we tattoo. we represent the North on this podcast. Let me tell you. Like, tattoo. So basically, she's a tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> she's a tattoo artist. Um, uh. Tattoo. And he's like, why didn't you just tell me? Why have you been pretending that you might be a sex worker? Because obviously we're very anti that. That's how we're going to frame it. Like, feels very weird. And he's like, oh, give me a tattoo. Well, at first she's like... But she says she's not a tattoo artist. Yes, correct. And then she says, I am just able to see who people are. And then like writes it on their skin with ink. And it's a mark. Yeah. Something. Yeah. But what what we don't know as the viewer of one episode, what the mark does, what does that fulfil a prophecy? Does that mean someone's gonna die? Like what's the state? I think it might just mean nothing. I was like It means nothing. What's I, the relevance then? Well I was like, okay, I get that maybe this part of their lives they're on purgatory, like that's what the island mm. is. But this flashback happened In like pre them life? getting on the plane. So Unless just, it's filtered by the memories, like fake memories. I don't think so. So I was like, so he just accepted magic existed. He didn't seem surprised that she was like, I see who people are and I write them on their Mm. name. And I'm like, it also felt very like white gaze, orientalist orientalist view. Like very, um, her being like this mystic Mm -hmm. uh, woman. And then he's like, oh, do it to me then, tattoo me then. Really? Did you, did you? Tattoo. Ta- tattoo. Like, I think a bit like Tatooine, Tatooine in Star Wars. So that could be a nice little. Yeah, and um, she. But that's that's her gift, what she keeps talking about. Yeah, because she's been going on about having That a she gift. has a magic tattoo. Yeah. But the tattoo itself, yeah, so we don't know what. But you think it's. So what you're saying is that the tattoo is meaningless. And I think it's a, a harbinger of doom. I think to the overarching plot, I think it's just meant to symbolise that he was meant to be this leader of the island but i don't think it's like gonna be ref- like i don't think it's part of the was part of the plot i think they were just like oh this would be funny if we had a tattoo mm. but at the end of the episode juliet yeah is marked with the same tattoo not the same tattoo but no but it's like a different tattoo but yeah but it, it both symbolizes that they're both like doomed or something maybe, I think. maybe. well we'll talk about that mm. when we come to it um because i just have to linger on this mm. moment so she's like, yeah, so I'm not a tattoo artist, but I can tattoo like someone's true nature on them. And he's like, do it to me. And he's like, I cannot. She's she's like visibly very upset. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't do it to you. Like, this was a huge breach of trust even that you came here. That's the energy that I get. Like, mm-hmm. um, I 
can't do it like it's only for people in my I can't remember what she was like community or whatever um I can't remember the word she uses and he attacked her I think she said people I think oh my people yeah yeah and he basically slams her up against the wall in a very aggressive manner oh my god I wrote in capital letters horrible man yeah awful awful I was like he is disgusting yeah disgusting the way he pushes her against the wall just because and it's like, why does he care about getting this tattoo? Does, it's not explained to us, like, why he would care. Yeah. How far has he followed her as well? And why like, we would care, yeah. Like, how far, he's, he's basically stalked her, gone to the place she worked, demanded something, manhandled her very aggressively. and oh, Classic toxic man, and he's st- still somehow the hero of this, like, story. Wild. And I just want to say, like, to get into serious topics, it is exactly like the stereotypes that are... Um, being perpetuated in things like this episode that um, lead people to dismiss like the rising level of anti-Asian violence that's happening since COVID. Mm-hmm. Like these stereotypes are so visible. Like we're meant to be on his side because he's somehow meant to be okay that he's violating her. Mm. Um, I don't know. Like it's just disgusting to watch this like gratuitous violence. Mm. And then while he's being violent towards her, um, he's like, "Tell me, you can see me, can't you?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, tell me what you see. And she says, like, oh, you're a great man, mm. a leader. So they make this woman, this um, this Thai woman, mm. tell this white man who's physically attacking her mm. that he's a really good man and yeah. that he's just sad and lonely. Yeah. And the writer's like, put that in, his mouth, in her mouth. And then um, he makes her um, give him the tattoo. Yeah, he says, put it on me. Yeah, so then there's a scene while, where she's tattooing and she still looks visibly upset. Mm. And I felt like it was shot with all the tropes of, like, a sexual assault scene. Yeah, that's what was happening, yeah. Like, the lack of care that the director has put into, or whoever made this episode, no wonder they regret it because... It's sho- it is shocking. Yeah, it was really upsetting. Um, but, yeah... Um, Honey, we thought it'd be funny to um, um, look at low-rated TV shows, and hopefully it is, but, like, these, they're low-rated for a reason, because... Uh, yeah, it le- we're going to talk about some serious stuff, I think, in this pod. Cause... And that's just what we like as well. Yeah, we can do it. Um, but it's just, yeah, I just feels it feels like you're meant to see it as a sexual assault scene, but also that it's, like, okay, and he's like, seems to be really drunk, and... Um, Wait, no, I just remembered something about the mark. Because this is why I'm talking about the mark so much and why I think the mark means everything. Which <laughs> mark? Which mark? His tattoo? I, no, but I, I think it's like the mark itself is like, I think it's like like a sign of God or something or whoever rules over the island in like biblical sense. the mark sense. of David or something. Yeah, it's like that. So who, it doesn't really matter like the, the ink or like who did it. I think it's like if you have the power to put a mark on someone and brand them as something, it's like significant because... Then this character orders Juliet to be marked yeah, as so punishment of her trial for killing someone. Jack gets her sentence like commuted from execution originally. She mm. gets pardoned and said she gets marked, which is like a brand on her lower back, mm. which is shockingly again. It's horrifying to see like violence against women that I feel like has such real parallels mm-hmm. in things that are happening right now. Because like I don't know if people who are listening have heard of Nixium, which was a cult. Um, which you can Google and there's a documentary about which we are obsessed with and everyone says is bad but anyway and that cult had like a secret society of women that were being abused sexually and they would be branded with the Mm. cult leader's initials and it felt so similar like a man orders other people to other women that's what happened in Lost and in real life that's what was happening in real life at the time Lost was airing like that so Um, a few years ago so yeah um and then there's a horrible scene where she like goes to jack who's still in a cage Mm. the woman who's been branded and he's like i want to see the mark i want to see the mark and it's like all about him um and then he's like go get that plant and rub it on it and then Mm. he like massages her yeah that's weird and it's like really sexual and it's like that's probably so um scarring for her that she's like being branded and it's like to make it into this sexual thing for like this man's joy um is was mm. horrible mm. i hate lost i'm sorry yeah i lost sucks um you, you will not find a lost fan over here this is a bad if i'm taking it as this one episode that we've both seen between us mm. 
I'd never want to watch Lost again because it was oh, just straight you. up bad. Like we've covered a lot in this podcast. We've covered Doctor Who. We've covered America's Next Top Model. Both of those I'd watch again. Yeah, me too. Lost, I would not watch again. Lost can get lost if you know oh, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and then to Jack, um, we were going back to the final flashback of him in Thailand and. The cola kid from the start. Oh, it's clear. I knew they were going to do this. I was yeah, going to be scared of him. Runs away from him because he's been marked. Because basically she says, like, if you make me do this, there'll be consequences. And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no motivation for him wanting this tattoo. Because no. at this point, there's no magic in his world. He's just a normal man. I don't know why he was so insistent on it. I, like, I, I don't know why. I don't, he was, fundamentally like, don't know why. It, and it's, it's really annoying me that I don't know why. And because he was so horribly violent towards this Asian woman. Yeah. And it's completely not questioned. And he's meant to be the main character of this show. And let me say, the, the rest of the cast is white. Yeah. Apart from this one Asian woman, mm-hmm. as far as I could tell in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Very white. And yeah. we're, so she's just completely dismissed. Um, and we do need to call out these moments because yeah. cause otherwise, like, it's going to. It leads to challenge. violence, yeah. like, you know, the violence in Atlanta, not to mm-hmm. bring that up and make everyone um, feel horrible, but to be accepted as, like, a bad day. And it's just. That's what it felt like, that this was Jack's bad day. Yeah. But that, like, ultimately, ultimately like, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Well, he gets publicly beaten up in broad daylight on a busy beach. Yeah. And because he's been marked as yeah. this, whatever, this magical aura or whatever it sort of purports to be. They say leave for Katnal. Like. Yeah, they say get out, get out of this country, get off this beach. Um, and then the girl who marked them, Achara, is with them in crime. Yeah. When they beat him up, this gang. Or just group of people. Um, and was he meant to be in love with her? Because then why did he throw it away for a tattoo? Like it's it. not magical at this point. Like it. he's just. I imagine like your friend tells you that about his trip to Thailand, and that's what he tells you about. You'd be like, mate, you're 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 a dickhead. You're insane. You're insane. First of all, so basically they just sexualize violence against women. This whole mm. episode could be called "Violence Against Women Is Sexy." Yeah. Violence against women is hot. That's basically the message. It's and then, horrible. And then as we draw to the end of the episode, um, we have <laughs> Isabel, this evil woman who I think was from the others, explaining his own tattoo to him. Because a lot about a lot of through this episode <laughs> I was thinking like, where are we gonna when are we gonna learn about the goddamn tattoos that have been uh, promised? I know, I know. I was like and then just right at the end. So apparently, yeah, apparently the tattoo says I walk I um He it's he walks amongst us, but he is not one of us that's the, what his tattoo says and is that meant is it meant to be that like he's been marked all along to be in purgatory i think i i don't i think maybe it means that everyone else is in being judged for heaven or hell but he's not okay because he's like main character energy so he's like maybe not a part of it like he's free from judgment i don't know i don't know but then he says that's what they say it's not what they mean oh yeah no no, no. he goes <clears throat> yeah. That's what they say. Not what they mean. I think it's more like that's what they say. Not what they mean. Not what they mean. And then there's just like loads of sort of sad violin piano music, like while they like zoom in on the faces of all the different people. Yeah, like Jack and Juliana. Which I'm sorry is just so similar. It's like it's literally Jack and Rose and Romeo and Juliet. I know. Like there's so many of those vibes, and they end on like a boat. And they couldn't and even like, get Leo to play any of them. No, and there's like longing melodies and a piano, and there's it's just giving me Titanic vibes. I can't lie. At the end, it's just gonna overly romanticize this moment. Really people is. just stood still, like nothing's happening. With dirt all over them, doing nothing. So, so people say like lost it, you know. It, I know it invented all sorts of things and like the epitome of television. And I know we are just work- watching the worst of the worst, but that was the worst thing we've watched so far. The worst, yeah. I think it was so bad because not only was it like so offensive and so violent, um, it was also straight up boring. Boring, straight yeah. Up boring. Yeah. Um, hopefully this this hopefully episode this is well. I hope it translates to being funny, but. Um, it was straight up boring. But yeah, I'd love you all to get in touch with us if you have any fun memories of Lost to maybe challenge our perception of it because I would like to see some good things about this show, to be honest, because it was straight up bad. Straight up the worst. So, um, just on that, I would love to know your three hers. Oh god, I completely forgot that that was the concept of our 
podcast. We're flexible. We're flexible. Um, so yeah. Oh, well, first of all, shall I give it a rating? I think I would give this a one. Um, out of five. 0.6 out of five, I'm going to say. You know that That's little video I would given. I think it's a race to the bottom now with our things because... Okay, yeah, maybe I would give this not point. Mm. Maybe I'd give it nothing. Maybe, no, maybe I'd, I'd give, give it, it nothing. It was really gay. It was really bad. I'd give it not point four. Okay. I'm gonna go with. Okay, I'll just. I really hate it. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Okay, my three hers. Um, one of my my first her is the hair of this cast. Um, that woman's fringe. You really have to skip to believe it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and maybe just her in general, Isabel. Um, I thought she was just kind of an icon. Um, she was the only breath of fresh air in the episode. Whoever the actress is, you're a star. Um, whoever the character is, you're probably a bitch. But you know what? You gave me campery and that's all I wanted. You gave me something. You gave me some sort of flavour at all. So I'm going to say her, but in a good way. But a bad way about your hair. But like a, her, you're an icon. And then I would say my second her... Um, would have to be um, the racism um, and um, sexism and violence towards women and very specific um, anti-Asian violence and violence towards um, Asian women, specifically a Thai woman, um, and how it was meant to be just like part of this, this white dude's journey um, and it was just really badly done and we were very upset about it. Um, and then... Yeah, so that would be my second. And then I would say my third home has got to be... Like, I, the, the fact that there is no motivation for any character that ever makes sense. Like, there is no purpose for him to be obsessed with the tattoo. It doesn't make narrative sense. It doesn't look good. It's not enjoyable to watch. Every part of it felt bad to be involved in. Mm, yeah, I've got to agree. Um, and if you want to know my three hers, Ooh, um, do, do. I think number one her has to be the kite scene as soon as it started i was like oh this show's straight up trash um i was like this is bad nobody's communicating with each other the setup for the scene is awful um i can't believe they flew a kite together before speaking a single word of dialogue um my second her has to be Sawyer punching Carl on the arm. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about that. I was so glad that you didn't take it as one of your hers. No. I was like, hee hee hee. This is my villain origin it. story. I can't believe I forgot. That's my can't believe you forgot. You got a cowboy up, so Oh, <laughs> I can't believe yeah, I you a... said cowboy up. Um, yeah, I, I could. The cowboy. That, actually, that was probably the only reason I'd give this episode a watch just for that scene because it was wild it was wild like apparently a teachable moment but carried out through the lens of toxic masculinity it taught me that lost is not something i want to pursue not a joke just a fact (laughs) um and my third her is what is the mark what is the mark this episode spends so long giving us exposition on people's individual feelings about the island and i don't want to work here i don't want to live here i want to go over here why don't you live in this island? I don't care. I'm going over there. <laughs> Bullshit. Somebody tell me what is the mark. We don't. We left with more questions than we started it with. I think every. But I don't want to know the answers. I also, don't. I'd, I'd rather not day, know the answers. I'd rather not. Yeah. At yeah, the end of the day, up. I would go to bed right now. If someone said to me, like, never will you ever learn another yeah. thing about Lost, I'd say, okay, good deal. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll say. Like, sure. could you, like, if you wanted to get back that 45 minutes you've just spent, would you? I, oh, yeah. I, I'd do a deal with the devil to get it back. Deal with that the would devil. Awful. I would sell my soul just to not have seen Lost Season 3, Episode 9. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But hopefully um, this episode has, you know, managed to shed some light on how bad mm. Lost is. Um, we are open to arguments and we are available um, to be contacted mm. if you feel so passionately you want to defend Sawyer you um, heart eyes emoji love him why am I talking like I'm a boomer <laughs> I just don't really know but um, we are available on Instagram at yeah that's her.podcast and we're available on Twitter at herpodcast and you can email us at withclaraandfin at gmail.com and one day we will remember to check that inbox. Although yeah, I doubt. One day we will reply. <laughs> <laughs> Although I doubt we'll get.
<laughs> we are ready to reply to you yet. Maybe. Um, uh, but I think the inbox is going to be bustling by the time this bustling. goes to our... We're quick with the DMs. Um... We really are as we really well. Are. And we've Correct. had a few people, we've had a few friends getting in touch saying they just love... Yeah, we've had some... Our um, dulcet tones. Oh, and we did want to say, um, we're aware that um, we've had some audio issues yeah. in the past. Um, mm -hmm. um, we are very new to this, just a couple of pals hanging out. It's just a fun um, little project. Yeah, we do everything ourselves, like all the editing and the, we have a microphone now, but all the audio and stuff, so um, all the software and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, please um, bear with us. So yeah, bear with us as we learn how to, to navigate. But, but in the same way we love the feedback we want we to be it, an open right? dialogue with you all we, we love all our listeners Baby, we love you. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you you're cherished in my heart um, tattoo me why don't you why don't you come up and tattoo me sometime <laughs> but yeah we hope you've enjoyed this episode I know I've had fun yeah, I've had fun. You want to leave um, the listeners with any last, last thoughts, last comments? Um, I certainly am lost after watching this episode. Um, but yeah, if you like it, that's good for you. But that's good for you. <laughs> yeah, 